late, late, good or I don't know to say good morning or good afternoon or or what, but <laughs> it's late, so early for most. I'm saying shout out to everybody. Shout out to all of you. All of you, all of you uh couldn't make it to the studio tonight. make it to the studio tonight man it just just wasn't that just you know sometimes you you get warnings not to do certain things i'm a listener you know i've always been a listener i'm the type shout to mike what up mike shout to my bro michael man always on a check in man i see some bozo there's some bullshit with michael though yo michael this this is a this is a good point I'm glad you're here, Michael, because I seen something that happened recently. Well, somebody pointed it out to me. Somebody pointed it out, and then I guess you like saluted the person and said, "What's up?" This particular YouTuber. Um, and he was he tried to basically tell you, "Yo, hit up his super chat on some thirsty shit." So this thing was sent to me, and it was circled. It was circled. I think I guess you don't want to talk about it. somebody you saluted to because you're a supporter, and this one clown said to you, um, yeah, like yo, hit that basically like yo, my super chat is open. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> oh boy. Yo, this is why it's so hard to distinguish people in a society that is to be sociable in an anti-sociable society. Michael is a supporter. He supports a lot of brothers. Not just me. I'm not the only channel. You know what I mean? He ain't waiting for me. But he has his people that he support. But one dude try to take advantage, and it's just crazy. Like, yo, you stop, stop being thirsty, nigga. The nigga support you, man. Support that cat. Show love, man. You know, and um, I say this to say, man, it's like I know we living in some darkness right now. I really do. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much aware of this darkness that we we facing in our lives. There's a lot of things going on, and um. It's very frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. You know what I mean? And that's why I have to really speak with soul, my mind and heart at all times. Um, you know, being sociable is a hard thing for a lot of people, but even harder. Like to tell somebody to be sociable now, it's kind of like throwing them in a the fire. But you have no choice. Like, we're at the bottom now. And, you know, brothers like Michael or anybody else that supports me, you know, I would never be asking for nobody for no handouts. I just don't do that. That shit is just all the way extremely corny. And, um, when you're living in an environment with people, you have to set the tone by being truthful and honest. 
Um, earlier today, you know what I mean? I, I was in this particular building and I seen this woman get on the elevator, right? So the woman came on the elevator and she just didn't say nothing, right? So like, I, I now I have to start practicing what I preach. Now quickly, I was just like, ah, oh, fuck this bitch. She ain't, she's ugly anyway. You know how I am. But then I said, you know what? So how's it going? You know? She's like, all right. Better. I said, okay, well, better is a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? So I commend you on that. That's, that's, that's beautiful. And I said, don't even tell me what better is. Like, what got better? Just as long as I heard better. She started laughing. You know what I'm saying? She felt good because... We're so trained to not say shit to each other. And that is a very, I, I think that's the ultimate mode of rule. Like, I I could never step on an elevator and just say nothing to somebody. And I know better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I deep inside, I know better. Like, I know even when I do it, I shouldn't do that. And you know it too. So when you retract yourself, you know what? It actually works out good. Um, my defense is usually, here the fuck we go. That's how women feel. Women are the same way. Like, they, women had a tendency to, you know, it's like a dude pulls up and like, oh boy, they're going to try to fuck. Same way when you get a girl's number, she see her number and she like, Oh boy, here we go. You know, when a woman is looking at your presence like that, that is never a good thing. You know, that that's the sociable thing where, and I'm gonna gather this story real quick. I mean, shout out to the lady on the elevator today. That was actually pretty cool. Um, what I started doing, I started bringing back these old school tactics. Cause we got nowhere to go now, right? So we gotta just make it work. And I learned that when I was younger, people used to always ask, how your mother, how your father doing? How's the family? And that was the common question. Now we're older, we don't even ask shit. You know, I mean, I, I didn't know this woman's asking about how my mother and father's doing, right? right? But even if they got kids, you should always pay attention to a person and ask how somebody's doing you know regardless it's just it's 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 ultra important for you to acknowledge a person and say hey how you doing black folks are terrible with that shit because we we we're so angry we have so much of depression and sadness that we almost just want to get to where we got to go so it's like the lady on the elevator, all she worried about is just getting downstairs. And you know what? We're, we're taking a trip downstairs together. God forbid this elevator breaks and we get stuck on here. Then we got to be talking. I feel that now that things are so weird set, we have to communicate. Um, 2021 was a year where I helped a lot of stuff in. And what I mean by that is I was holding stuff in with people that I didn't even like, or they would have been a lower class and I didn't tell them because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. And you know what ends up happening to that? It's not that you get your feelings hurt later, but you get hurt later. I mean, you may not get your feelings hurt per se, but you do get hurt because what you end up doing now is becoming 
their servant because now you just going to suck up everything that they're doing in their lives because accept it because you really don't fuck with them, but you just accept it because you just don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. You know what I'm saying? So you're hurting yourself. Um, I think, I think people need to really, really understand what I'm about to say and really understand that this is something that's going to be a hard journey for a lot of people, but we need more constructive criticism. We need more people in your life to let you know shit ain't right. Um, again, I, I started this and I ended up losing a couple of people out of my life because I didn't say what I should have said a year ago. But now, recently, for example, so let me give you an example. So one of my homegirls, she sends me a picture of her and she was looking crazy. She had like, her hair was real short. Um, she was just looking crazy, like, and she sent me like a video message, you know, saying, how you doing? I'm eating something. And she showed me this plate, like, it's so tacky to show somebody a plate and it's like no food left on there. Like, it just looks like scrap and garbage, right? So as I looked at it, I was like, damn, like, why would she send me this? Then she's telling me she's going to the gym five days a week and I seen that she put on weight. So, basically, another family member, I happen to know that knew her. I'm like, yo, look at so-and-so. She, she, looking, she looking different. And, it's like, and she looked, and my, my, my sister was like, yo, what the hell happened? I'm like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? She, she's looking mad crazy. And she said, you tell her? I said, nah, I ain't want to hurt her feelings. You know, you don't have that nice to say, don't say no. She said, yeah, but you could have even did it. Like, yo, what's up with your hair? Like, why you ain't? But now we're living in such a non-sociable society where people only know how to put out, but they don't know how to, to give back. What I mean by that is, like, they'll throw a picture out into the universe, but then they don't want nobody saying nothing bad about it. You know what I'm saying? Um... Shout out to Franklin McClaster. What up, big bro? So when I when I when I looked at her, so she sent me a whole. It was basically she sent me a pile of mess, and then that's just one example. So now it keeps going on because there was this other dude I knew, and he was watching one of my videos. He's like, "Yo, you should never turn your back to the camera." And then I'm like. Okay, maybe you're right. I, I I didn't know what he was talking about, but he was talking about when I was on stage. So I was like, I I looked at his page because he follows me on Instagram, but it's my man, you know. But I was like, how come I never followed him? So it said follow back, and I follow back, and I'm like, he got like these zany zany videos of him, like just you know, he's a sports fanatic. So he's like, such as just took to the left, he goes to the right, he goes to this, it, and it was just like, yo. Why does this shit look crazy weird? Like, this nigga look crazy. What the fuck is he doing? But I didn't want to comment on him. Because I'm like, eh, I don't want to look like I'm hating this, that, and the third. So I went back to myself and said, how dare this motherfucker have the audacity to comment on one of my shits? And this nigga look like a complete fucking idiot. So me and my sisters talking about it, then I had to catch myself. I said, yo, I'm going to be honest with you. One thing I admired 
he did what a lot of people probably wouldn't do. Now, she didn't understand the motive to hold turning the back to the camera, but she felt as if, like, how was he able to make a comment? And this shit is whack. And I'm like, he actually could make a comment. Let me let me regroup this and rethink this and tell you exactly what he just did. It's called constructive criticism. How is a person not going to know that they off if nobody's saying nothing? You understand what I'm saying? Like, you got to know when there's certain people that you know that's able to tell you about yourself and you got to be able to say, you, I got to be off because this person would have never said that. Now, Franklin McClaster right here says, people will take constructive criticism as hate and envy. It's definitely good to address the bullshit early. And you know what? That was a fear. That shit fucking immobilized the fuck out of me because I do that. I tend to not address things early because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. And then six, seven, eight months into the game, nine months, then I just basically entertain all of that ghetto whack shit. Now they're on my nerves. And I don't want to look in their face. And all along is because they're on my nerve. It is imperative that we, myself, what I'm going to start doing is becoming, the more sociable I become, the more quick on the draw I'll make a comment about something. My homegirl, I couldn't tell her now, like, yo, you should get your braids back or put a weave in there or whatever, because she's going to be like, well, damn, you slept on this? I think it's too late. But in the future, when she says it, I'm like, yo, I need to comment on the hair situation. Um... My man that had his little thing, I didn't want to do tit for tat, but I should have said, yo, bro, what are you doing, my nigga? Like, what is this? And then you will be surprised that when you are addressing constructive criticism to somebody and they can't take it, then you're going to be living in this capsule of this fear like I was living in where you're not able to tell them really what you're feeling because you don't want to hurt them. Um, my man, I didn't realize I wasn't following him because I'm not a sports guy, but that was why I think he did some videos. And I'm like, yo, this shit is annoying. And I probably unfollowed Maybe I never followed him because I don't remember. I don't think I would have unfollowed him. But let's just say if I did, if I did, I could see why I did. I feel, and I want y'all to feel me where I'm going with this. I feel that we are being dishonest to ourselves and in the event of it, we're being dishonest to others because we're not telling people what we really, really, really feel. It's like, if we ain't keeping it real, with a person and we ain't letting them know what it is, then you're going to live up in this. You're going to have like 15 people around you that you can't tell the truth to because you don't want to offend nobody. Um, I feel now we got nothing to lose. <laughs> like, like we are at the bottom and I don't think we're at the core of the bottom, but I think that we're there. So what I want to bring to you is, is that, I think we owe ourselves to be 
more constructive to our friends, whether you got to give them a disclaimer or whether you just got to just deal with the fact that, fuck it, man, like, maybe maybe they're going to take it away, but you got to get that off. Um, I'll give you one example. I remember there was this girl, right, I met through YouTube. And we had a cool friendship when it first started. It was cool. We used to talk a lot. But I started noticing that she had like thought traits throughout the time. And, you know, I did slow down on giving girls advice. I did. I did slow down on that because I feel like the best advice a woman could get is to talk to me about asking questions that she's not going to take personal. So that's kind of hard for a woman to do. So if I got sisters, female friends, and I'm telling them, for example, yo, don't date this type of nigga, this, that, and third, nobody ever listened to me, right? I never had a female friend in my life that actually listened. And I, I, I don't, I, they heard me, but they never listened. And I mean that in a sense because you see what they're doing now. There's nobody that could look at me like, like, yo, you know, you, you gave me a testimony. I never forget you built me up. I probably touch more strangers than I do than I do women in my circle. So for, anyway, this particular woman was... She had a lot going on, to say the least. You know what I'm saying? She shared a lot of things with me. And I noticed that she had a hard time with the way I thought. And I know that I always try to keep that low key and not try to hurt nobody because they're going to feel it certain way. So anyway, fast forward. She had a lot of shit going on, a lot of chicken and shit. So then I go through this mode where she started to irritate me later. Like now it's like, damn, this bitch is annoying. This bitch is like a bum. Seeing all that happens, you know a person a lot more. So you know, you know you know a person. And we 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 had this kind of disagreement of one or two, three different occasions throughout the whole year. And it always was because it bends back to the fact that I was never real well from day one. You know, if a man meets a woman, for example, and he, he she may have multiple kids. You have to ask this woman, with all due respect, like, how many kids you got? How many babies' fathers you got? Like, she she needs to know that you want to be aware of this because this is not really your type of speed. I try to make her feel comfortable. I didn't want her to feel like, you know, I know I know she's looking tired. She got five kids, no nigga around. Needless to say, I found out a lot about her towards the end and the way she was moving. I stopped fucking with her. And it wasn't good because in a kind of a way she didn't deserve that because I, I feel as if if I had kept everything from the beginning of how I felt about her from the jump or what I feel, it would have been all good versus me constantly don't want to say nothing here, don't want to say nothing here. I can't live like that. Um, I know I really can't now in my life. I, I cannot. Shout out to Justin Brown. What up, big bro? I can't live like that. Um now that society now is even worse off because now we're in this position where you got to te- you text somebody they didn't text you back you don't want to text them look crazy or you DM them and then they see a message like it's so many different variables and different ways of reaching out to people and we're not getting the response so it's like I feel the honesty is something that we need to start being honest and to socialize is to be honest. You know, like I said with the woman today, when she said to me, um, things are better. 
I said, listen, whatever is better, don't, I don't even want to know what's better because just to hear things are better is a rarity. And, you know, we laughed, but it, what, it, what it did was it put me into this essence of getting back into an old school way in a new school world. Like this pandemic, we're all fucked up. This shit is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Like f- beyond the people dying, which is a travesty in itself, that's the worst part. But even though to add insult to injury, it has disconnected us in the worst way possible. Like, I'm not a single man, but I'm saying if I was a single man, I could only imagine how hard it is. Fuck imagine. I know how hard it is. I'm seeing it. To meet somebody. It is dreadful. You would think this is the time where we in the house and you got your boo and you chilling and fuck it. Who cares? You know, we're going to live off this love. But most women I know don't got no boyfriends. Most niggas I know can't even get no pussy. Nevertheless, get a woman to even pay me mind. That's that's frustrating. And of course, you have to socialize in order to break that barrier. Um, And this doesn't mean to be harsh, like I said, when it comes to being honest or constructive. Constructive criticism and being honest, two different things. But, you know, constructive is just a way that you have to present and package a situation not to be offensive. I feel now that it's like we got to mix this thing up in this gumbo of, of expression, being sociable, and being honest. Like, if, if, if you got family around you um, or a friend and your friend is a little, you know what I mean? You have the you have the damn commitment and responsibility to let them know whether they're gaining weight, whether something ain't looking right, whether the hair they fitting them. You have to be open. And on the flip side, if you're on the receiving end, you gotta be receiving to that. So this is not no easy shit. This is gonna be a task. So I'm saying you have to be expressive on one end. Like I wasn't, I'm expressive, but certain times, and then on the receiving end, you got to be receptive that the person wasn't trying to be disrespectful. Even myself, when boy hit me up and was like, oh, you, you turned your back to the camera. I should have said, I shouldn't have took it offensive because he's probably telling me something that most people won't. Now I was thinking like, yo, why is it niggas you know always got to say something? Because they're people you know. Because if that had came from, like I told my sister, I said, let's just say a major celebrity had seen your video and commented and said, yo, in the future, don't don't turn your back to the camera. You'll be like, oh, shit, Chris Rock seen one of my videos and he gave me advice and said, you know, don't turn your back to the camera. You'll take that constructive criticism as a compliment because it's Chris Rock. But you're not going to take the same thing when it's your man that you knew for years. He going to call, just like the dude just said, Frankie, they're going to take it as you hate it. And I feel that when people hate, I think we call everything hate. Like, there's some hate, hate this blunt, but there's sometimes it's really not hate. I feel that just because I held back because somebody said something to me that I normally would say to them, I don't think that's fair. I need to tell my man, bro, what the fuck are you doing to these videos? Because I really want to know. Like, 
Or my homegirl, I need to say to her, like, yo, like, what's up? Like, what's up with the braids? You just had the braids in, nigga, put them braids. Like, I need to tell her that. You understand? Because if I personally, on a personal level, if I don't do that, I'm going to be an evil person. I'm going to probably say something I shouldn't have said because I probably felt that I was holding it back because I didn't want to hurt her. You understand what I'm saying? Um, this is the time. Like, like you're going to be, now mind you, the downfall of this, you're going to be losing people in the process. <laughs> you may lose a friend or two. You may get into an argument or two, but it, it's it's work in progress. You understand? It's going to take some time. This is not no shit that's just going to just, you're going to feel better because not everybody's going to be good with this. But if the message gets out, we need to be concentrated on our delivery and for you men and women that are shy or have issues with meeting people, this this is a great way to do this. Concentrate on being sociable in a non-sociable society. And that's that's just across the board. You know, whether you got to tell somebody honesty or you receiving it. You know, if somebody could come to, for if a celebrity could give a comment on something and then my friend and family give the same comment and we look at them as a piece of shit, that's not cool. Um, let me give you another example. Recently, I just departed my friendship with a friend of mine because I was in denial that he was a racist. And the reason why I was in denial that he was a racist because I'm like, yo, how could you be racist and he's my friend? But you can be racist and still have a friend that... You still can have a friend that is white or non-black that's racist and still be a friend. But he's just not your friend. You understand where I'm coming from? Because sometimes people dislike a group of people that a movement may represent. Like, in other words, let's just say, hypothetically, you say you're all Trump supporters is racist motherfuckers. Okay, there's a lot of truth to that. I'm saying it now because I'm saying it, and that's my opinion. Suck my dick if you disagree. But I'm saying what I say because I can. Normally, I would have said, well, not all of them. You know what I'm saying? My man's a supporter of him, but I would call him a racist. Well, if this person represents one section of the world where people are hateful or racist or whatever, whatever, and you're, you're, you support them, you support a racist, so you're racist by default. I got to write you off just that way. If you say free R. Kelly or he shouldn't be in jail, so what he fucks some underage girls, that's their business. That means you supporting that nigga, right? You may not be a pedophile particularly because I don't have anything to prove that you've done, but you technically are supporting somebody that, you know what I mean? So, for years, I, I was in denial. Well, it wasn't too long because he told me he was a Trump supporter in 2019. And that shit fucking viciously fucked me up. Because with everything else, I couldn't believe that he would say this. And I remember it took a white woman, this white, soulful white woman. When I say soulful, just like she 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 kicked, she kicked, she kicked me with a jewel and had to tell me, listen to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, your peoples, in so many words, I don't give a fuck how long you go back with this dude. 
this person supports a man that is against this. So as a result of that alone, how do you, why are you fucking with him? Like if you don't support that man and your man's do, then you need to get this nigga out your life. And I had a hard time accepting that. It took me a year because this is prior to the election. It took me until recently where I finally got to a little something with him. And I called him a fucking racist. And guess what? It felt good. And all the years that I went through with this person, I called him a name and I felt good about it. He tried to throw it back, oh, you're a racist. You're a white dude, but I truly believe that now because when I started doing, I was in denial because, you know, you grew up with somebody for years. you like, how can you be racist? But you can. You, you could hate a group. And even as a black man, it's hard for us to put it there. You could hate a group. You could deal with a ghetto chick, but you hate ghetto niggas. You just despise ghetto motherfuckers. You got a hatred for them. But meanwhile, you fucking a ghetto broad. You know what I'm saying? So you, you, you can like a person but hate the group or just hate what they represent. The more and more I started using these tactics... I started realizing, like, yo, I think I was living in denial with this shit for a long time because I noticed in everything that I've been holding in, when I spurred it out, I feel better. Only downfall of that was I waited a long time. So this video is not going to even be drawn out because I had some great discussions today. Y'all all knew who you are. We was what's happening. It was a great group. And we kicked it about something real, real strong. And I, I want to tell you how good this group was. We need to have more socializing, man. Just that, that across the board is going to cover everything. Like, I can't even be specific because everything specifically, it covers that something that you're suffering with. This may be a family member that you ain't speaking to. This may be somebody in high school that you didn't get. This may be somebody you sent the text to and they never responded. This may be a person you sent the inbox to. There's so many different things, but if we start socializing and, and, and put the fear of either, A, the fear of socializing and expressing yourself and feeling like no, somebody can't say nothing, or B, somebody expresses something to you and you not take it personal. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want us to exercise that a lot more. I'm going to do it. As you'll see in upcoming videos, you're going to see my whole swag just go to a thousand on this shit because it's got to happen. Now, unfortunately, like I said, the, the pro about it is it's going to really strengthen your abilities in this real cold, dark world in the universe to even through the worst times, you're going to have a lot more people around you, new people. That's the pro. So if you're dating or if you just need friends or you just want to build a community, that shit is going to strengthen it. The downfall is you're going to lose a lot of people in the process of this honesty and also whoever's listening to you on the other side and you're on the receiving end. But mainly you're basically on the giving end or both ends. Whatever it is, be receptive to people that could give you constructive criticism and also be expressive to people when you got to tell them what's really on your mind. And, you know, be be you know, don't be disrespectful with it. 
it's imperative that we do do this as individuals, especially in such a harsh time. Like social media is making us soft. We are becoming obsessed with other people's lives and don't even realize it. We're not being productive with our lives and our growth. Um, our anger is starting to increase when happiness is starting to fall under the bar. <laughs> like it's just like that's going up and then fucking happiness is going down. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we have to do more with that. This ain't no conversation about who you date and don't date a girl with five babies, mamas. But if you meet a girl with five babies, daddies, and that was never your thing to deal with, I don't give a fuck how good she look. Don't fuck with her. And be honest with it. Listen, with all due respect, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of kids. I, I'm not going to be, I'm not, a, you know, that's not really my set. And keep it moving. She will respect that because she's listening to me. But one way or another, she was either on the receiving end because she respected your honesty or you being expressive. You're going to feel good because you told her the truth. You understand? So it's, it's, a, it's a tactic that's really, 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 I want you all to exercise this. That is really going to make things work for you in the long run. Again, you know what I'm saying? You see people, uh, whether they're strangers, you speak, you see people that surround you that it ain't looking right. You don't know, need a makeover. You got to think of a way to let a motherfucker know because before you know it, you just going to have a whole group of people around you and you sharing everything about them and clowning them and they don't even know they fucked up. Sometimes you need a person to tell you like, yo, bro, you know what I'm saying? Your hairstyle ain't good or, or, or I don't even like your clothes. I don't like the shoes you be wearing. Your shit be looking a little different. And you can't, don't be on the receiving end and look at that shit any less. I'm stressing this and, and I, I really, really want to put it out there. So please, like this is something I really want y'all to work on because we are damaged out here. And the fact that I got people's, like, okay, granted, some things I change with, like, I don't like giving advice to females in regards to, to relationships because my reason is this. It's not because of the past. That probably depends a little bit, but my whole thing is man or man and woman or woman. For me, it just doesn't work. <laughs> so it's like the fact that that doesn't work, I've learned to give woman a disclaimer and say, listen, if you could ask me questions without taking nothing personal, then I'll do it. But she's not going to be able to do that. She's just not. For example, let's, I'll give an example I'm talking about. Hypothetically, let's say a woman's like, well, Nate, do you think all men cheat? And I'm like, are you asking me? Like, can I tell you an answer without taking personal? Oh yeah. Be honest. Um, do all men cheat one way or another? Yes, they do. And then you say, hmm, well, they must be weak men. Because the men I know are not like that. See, now what you did, you just fucked up your whole conversation with me. Because you took it personal. Instead of you just saying, hey, I asked Nate a question for literature purposes. And then now you're taking it personal because you feel your way. And now you you try to basically down down my shit. Um, that's the expression that I have to work on. Where I'm like, listen, either a you give a disclaimer just in case, because maybe she may respect you, maybe she may not hard have a heart involved, or 
just know myself. Listen, I can't even, you know what I mean? We're not going to even discuss that. I don't even want to have that discussion. That's that's called socializing. Socializing to know yourself. You know what I mean? Socializing just doesn't mean too sociable and say, how you doing? To socialize, you have to know self. You know what I mean? You can't just, if you're not a sociable person, that means you know yourself, right? So if you socialize, you're sociable. So if you're not a person that socializes and you're lacking that, that is you. That's not them. So it's something that we, you have to work on. It has, it has a lot to do with you. Um, we're in a dark, dark place right now. I really don't like a lot of things I'm seeing. I see that the world is really, really, really fucking bad. Um, on a light note, my cousin, three of my cousins do this group chat. So they reached out to me, salute. They know what I'm talking about. And they one had this emoji about Beyonce and Jay-Z and then... R. Kelly and Aaliyah, and basically like saying, well, Jay-Z must be a pedophile too in 97 when he was with Beyonce and versus R. Kelly was a pedophile with Aaliyah because Aaliyah was 16 in 94. And then I'm looking at the year and I'm like, Jay-Z wasn't with Beyonce in 97. So this is false. This is what I said to myself. I didn't want to respond to my cousin because number one, I was shocked and even sent me because all these niggas is older than me. So I don't even know how why they shocked and sent this, but I didn't want to create a negative stigma or propaganda. So I had to look at my comment and say, you know what? Fuck it. You sent it to me. You put it in the universe. I got to respond. So I said, that's incorrect. This meme is incorrect. Like Beyonce and Jay-Z wasn't together in 97. Like Jay-Z was still talking about big pimping and Beyonce was very much involved with her father. You know, I don't know them, but I know that as a fan. Like, you know, she just wasn't around. And 97 was too premature with Jay-Z time. So somebody made that up. Um, not saying she was a 16 in, in 90, 97, but still, it just was a... Anyway, I gave my opinion. I expressed what I expressed. I was being sociable. And you know what? The fact when I said, fuck it, my cousin was like, yo, he was glad... He, that's interesting. Basically... Something I thought that would have turned into an argument didn't. Today was an extraordinary day for that because I learned a strength in myself to how to, to avoid wasting time. You got to be up front with yours early. Early. One of my other homies, he know who he is. He talk about the whole dinner situation, you know, bringing a girl out to dinner. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I don't like bringing women out to dinners. I never did. I don't like it. You know what I mean? I, and I feel that now we're older and you got your access to your private place of yours. Or maybe if you share the place, like I feel you should get to know a woman long enough and then she should be able to come to your place. Fuck it. Like if that shit takes two years, a year, six months, whatever, the first date should not be based on no COVID fucking germ filled restaurant spending $152 on some on a woman. I just don't. I'm letting it out now. I'm going to talk more about it tomorrow. I think it's just unnecessary. You know, I, I, I just can't do it. Yes, it's live. Um, 
Women may feel their way about it, but fuck it. Because a lot of guys don't like taking women out to dinners. They just don't. Some guys would love to have the privilege of cooking a nice meal, ordering some food, and you coming over. But yes, I get it. You don't want to be in no creep's house nigga try to rape you, shit, or kill you. I get it. But I feel if we're more sociable, <laughs> we can get to know each other more, talk more, connect more, and then you feel comfortable enough that maybe you fly into my town, like, you know, or, or if you live in my town, shit, then maybe, yo, when you get a chance, I want to cook you a nice meal. You know, maybe we should go to the store, you know, especially summertime is a good time. Like, go to the store, maybe we get some food, do what we got to do, put our shit together and keep it pushing to cook a nice meal and we can have a nice evening together. You still spending money, you still spending time, you still letting a woman into your house. You know what I'm saying? You said, damn, y'all, y'all don't sleep. It's 305 here. Nah, nah. I mean, if I'm if I'm not tired, I'm not gonna sleep. You know what I'm saying? I just <laughs> I'm up. I got shit on my mind. So that's the great thing about this great tool that we have called social media and the internet. So yeah. I'm up, big bro. That's it. You know what I mean? And I'm about to get off soon, but only because I'm trying to finish watching this movie. But other than that, I'm up. Oh. Uh, Franklin, so that's why I'm trying to get into cooking more things, even like eating other people's food. Yeah, man, because it's good for your... There's so many benefits of cooking for yourself from diet-wise to having a control of what goes in and out your food. When you can sit there and tell somebody or tell yourself what not to put in there, not too much salt. You prepare, you clean, you prepare your shit, you know where it's going. You you start losing weight. Um, part of people... Gaining weight and getting obese because they eat a whole bunch of bullshit in restaurants. But I feel now, man, y'all got to stop taking women out to fucking dinners, man. Seriously. Stop doing that shit. A lot of y'all niggas got a nice place, nice houses, nice condos. Like, if a motherfucker wants to take you, for her to take you to five dinners before she come to your house then maybe she should talk to you on the phone for five months till she feels she knows you well enough where you guys could plan a date in fucking August. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she's better off. There's so many benefits of cooking. There's so many benefits of letting these restaurants bring their prices down. Like, only time, only thing that could bring a restaurant's prices down and fuck them up is a pandemic. They're not learning when you keep going to there spending money like nothing has changed. When they start, when these restaurants and car companies start seeing that the consumers are doing them, they're not buying cars, they're not eating out, they will bring their prices down. Trust me. And in the event of them bringing their prices down, it doesn't really matter because you're cooking all that shit in the crib. You're doing that. You got your alcohol... Remember, liquor stores never closed. And they never locked, they locked the whole world down, but they never closed the liquor store down. So that means you can still have access to the liquor store if you drink. You still got access to the supermarkets. Supermarkets and liquor stores didn't close. What else does a person need? There's so many YouTube videos if you can't cook to learn how to cook. Cooking is so fundamental, man. It's like reading. So get involved in that. Again, 
being sociable. You talk to a woman on the phone, she becomes part of you. She'll be glad. Now she feels, you know, she'll come to your place at that point. She'll take the chance. Right, okay, she may not, she, I want to get to know you first, so take me a few dinners. Okay, that's cool that you requested that, but I'm not doing that. That's all. I appreciate your honesty, but, you know, I have an expression too. And I may not say this on a regular day. I may have just went with it. Now, this is not constructive criticism. This is a request. Like, you requested that, and I'm saying request denied. That's it. You know, people will respect you more. Um, work on your social, your social abilities by being expressive. Speak to people, everybody. Old, young, fat, skinny. I don't give a fuck what a person is. Homeless, not homeless. Speak to people with a mask on. Just acknowledge, but do it. How you doing? You know, have a good day, sir. Anything. Just start being sociable. It, it, it gives you like a great quiver in your in your soul to make you feel good, and then you're gonna see you you're gonna attract. It's the laws of attraction, like the laws of attraction. You're gonna attract people around you that you never even thought. Not just not just you know of the opposite sex, but just people, because they're gonna be drawn to you. The most positive essence is a person that's sociable. They're happy, they're approachable, they're cheerful, they're positive. It's a soul. So I want to get to more of that. I don't want y'all to get lost with it, but I'm just telling you we need to be more sociable in a non-sociable society. And how we have to do that is to be social. We have to go against the grain. You got a family member, shit ain't right, tell them. You know, train yourself, work on that. And then that delivery is going to be a natural thing because you're going you're to think quick. The more you do it, it becomes second nature because that's how you're training yourself to be. It's important, man. So I had a really good day with a lot of people. We talked on the phone, a lot of WhatsApps, and it was very inspiring. Even my sister. Shout out to my sister. I had an amazing time with my sister earlier. But I also learned what my, I, I, she's a tough cookie. The fact that I was able to deal with her left and right angles of things that could have been debates, but I kept it discussions. I kept everything discussions because once they was going into debate mode, I flipped it. That was another way of me being sociable. It was working. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm so passionate about this plan, man. I could scream right now, but we're going to continue it. But I'm just saying, put that in your planner. Oh, ladies, all that whole, yo, you're going to go out with a nigga, take pictures of your food, you know, you got a sucker that took you out because that's what he is. That shit got to stop. And some women could be like, oh, that's fucked up. Niggas is cheap. Call them cheap. Call them broke. Most niggas that got money do not like doing it. Trust me when I tell you, guys don't like that. It's degrading. We're living in a different world. We have independent women right now. Like, you have to use it. We have technology. We got cameras. You could check a nigga's resume. Um, one dude, I want to shout out to my man. I ain't going to say his name, but I'm going to give you one, one scenario that was extremely, extremely offensive. And I will tell you how he should have dealt with this. So one of my boys hit me up and told me there's this girl he was checking. He's a spiritual brother. You know, you know, he's a Jehovah's Witness. You know what I'm saying? That's what he do. That's his thing. He was supposed to go on a date with this girl. On a date with this girl, a grown woman, she requested that they have a chaperone come with them. 
give you the quick gist of the story. Anyway, she requested to have a chaperone to come with him. The the story goes deeper, but the fact that oh god, the fact that somebody requested a chaperone, and you are a grown adult male to go to a public restaurant, is degrading. Now it's one thing if he said to come over, he'll cook us some chicken, a nice meal. And then she brought her homegirl there over. That's different. You go into a man's house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's understandable. I could see the, the chaperone maybe filling it out. Even the chaperone's like, ah, fuck it, let me get out of here. That I can understand because you're going to his home. And people's homes are personal and you don't want to get locked up in a person's home and they have you locked up in the fucking attic. I get that. I, I really, really do. I do get that part. What I don't get is the fact that how do we even get here? So if a person could come to you and tell you that, like my man, he was supposed to stop that. So let's just try it again. So listen, we're going to set this date. We're going to, uh, 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 it was actually a coffee shop. And she said, oh, I want to bring my chaperone friend. I guess there was Jehovah Witness girls making so shit was to go left. And he agreed to that. I, he was supposed to have said, listen, first and foremost, can I ask you a question? What did you just ask me? She would have said a chaperone and said, listen, do me a favor, lose my number. That's what the fuck he should have said. See, a lot of y'all dudes are so afraid of telling people the truth. I know this because I did it. You don't want to lose the deal, so you tell them you kind of go with their angle. You go with their plan because they get comfortable with it. Fuck, why should she feel comfortable with it? What about you got kids and you got a baby's father? What happens with your kid's father coming in? What happened if you got an ex-boyfriend that's crazy? Anything could happen. You could be with me and, and, and a motherfucker that thought that he liked you could shoot me. So it's it's a risk to us too. I'm, there's plenty of guys that had women coming over the house and they got jammed up and they came to the house and robbed and steal the shit. I feel like you should not, in order to go out to dinner with somebody, I feel that's for somebody you know, yo. Somebody you know. Special occasion. You know them. Y'all got a relationship. Y'all fucking. That's different. But a first date, th th them days are done. I think a first date, if you want to call it, should be in a public, simple non-chaperone coffee shop. You know what I'm saying? If you really, really, but for a restaurant on a first date in these times, nah. If you got to get to know a nigga, just get to know him. And then when you feel comfortable enough to be in his crib, you go to his house, cook it. You ain't got to fuck him. But I think you should, I think you should put more into that. So we're going to talk about this more tomorrow so we can get the expression in regards to the, the dating, the, the the method of not spending money on a woman in a restaurant versus taking the supermarket and buying the same money you're spending, going to the damn supermarket, 24-hour supermarket, and cook. The fish, the fish department may not be open, but you still can grab you some meats, some vegetable, and cook up a full course meal with dessert right now. Today, like this, this second, this moment. So, 
you know, also we're going to be discussing everything from just being honest, like giving people a disclaimer, friends and family, where nobody looking crazy and you got to be talking behind everybody's back because you can't tell them the real truth. My homegirl, she sent me that picture with that old nappy head looking crazy. I should have said, what the fuck happened to the braids? She should have been able to say that to say, why? You don't like it? Um, Respectfully, no. I think, you know what I mean? You should put the braids. Even she may say, well, it doesn't matter whether you like it or not. I like it. Okay. She didn't listen to my message. If she listened to this video, I would have said, listen, you got to be receptive. That's constructive criticism. Anybody that could give you constructive criticism is, is respected. If a nigga could tell you your breath stinks, nigga tell you that you got a little odor, Yo, I'm smelling something. Y'all like that cologne. Don't, y'all, he hating. No, he's not hating. That's constructive criticism. If a motherfucker said, yo, you stink, motherfucking crazy. That's disrespectful. But a motherfucker can pull you to the side and tell you, yo, fam, you know what I'm saying? Shit's looking a little crazy on you right now. I just want to tell you that you got to respect that. From the words of the king of the billionaire mindset, he warned me and told me that computer is going to fuck y'all up. And he was right. So... Let's work on this method, man. Method, man, right? <laughs> Let's work on this method, ladies and gents. Let's work on this method, man. It works. Be you got it. Y'all gotta work on this social skills, sociable, speaking to people with the mask. A friend that hits you with some pictures, give them your opinion. Or oh, I didn't ask for your opinion. You have to give your opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's somebody sending you something looking crazy. And you didn't say nothing, then they're gonna keep sending you crazy shit. You need to be on. Or if it's something that somebody sent you and you was offended, tell them, yo, what the fuck is you sending me? Tell them, like, everything is about sociable. Be sociable. We losing that right now. It's it's bad out here. It's bad. I don't know how y'all, some of y'all do it, you know, because it's a lonely situation. It's a dark, dark feeling out here. It's dark. It's a dark feeling with this this pandemic all over. Um, if somebody invites you to an event, I'm telling the people, if you invite somebody to an event, people, and the person says, nah, I'm good, I don't fuck with that, I don't go to parties, don't question them. Just respect what they told you they don't go. Don't make them feel like, whoa, whoa, you worried about these shots? Like Everything now is people have to kind of commit to being the opposite because somebody's going to get hurt in the process of that, that shit ain't cool. So we really, really, really need to work on that. Being sociable in a non-sociable society. We're in a non-sociable society right now. We're split. It's, it's you know, two sides of the fence here, two sides of the fence. It's too many divisions. But we're getting more separate and separate. You know what I mean? We're not getting closer. So the more and more we able to reach out, you know what I mean? Say something. Somebody didn't kick it to you. You didn't get that happy new year. Hit them up. Yo, happy new year, nigga. What's up? Oh, my bad person may have forgotten. Like, don't hold shit in. You, listen, a lot of y'all don't even realize that shit is ruining y'all. And, and I see it now. That's why a woman, when people, dudes are meeting women, they don't want to be bothered. It's the same old thing. Like, work on that. There's a chick I know in the store. Gave me a number like, yo, you need to keep in touch. And I hit her up. She's terrible with the phone. I'm not going to hit her up on the phone again. I'm not going to ask for her Instagram. Like, I got your phone. When I need your Instagram. But when I do see her in person, I'm going to be like, yo, what's up? You know, because I go to the store that she works at. 
And I'm like, I'm not going to mention calling her, but if something happens that happens, she may be like, yo, boom. You know what I'm saying? You have my number or whatever, whatever. I'm like, yo, you're terrible with a phone, my nigga. Like, you just called me. I have to say that. That's being sociable. Um, United Legends said social media killing the vibes. Yes, it is. It's destroying that. Big Daddy said the virus has spooked everybody and no one wants to go near anybody. Well, it's not that nobody wants to go near nobody, but you still could be sociable with a mask. If you're in a store and you're conversating, you want this nigga to put two pounds of fish, you're going, he going to hear what the fuck you're saying. So it's the same way how you need to be. Listen, we're at the bottom. We got to make this work. If you got to talk through the mask, talk through the mask. You know what I'm saying? It's better than nothing. We can't walk around here all like zombies waiting for the shit to clear up, but it never happened. Trust me. Use this tactic. You be more sociable in every way. Like I said, this doesn't mean to go out there and speak to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. This means be sociable in your, your household, whether you live with your family, your children. Children, be more sociable with your parents. Be more sociable. We, we Be more sociable in every aspect. You know what I'm saying? You got somebody that you know texts you 2, 3 in the morning or somebody that want to come visit, you're not in the mood. Tell them that. Don't fucking hold it in and then they be mad and you come there and now you got to move. Something that's bothering you, tell a person. There's too many avenues of telling people. You could use WhatsApp. You could use Instagram. You could use Apple or Message. There's so many different tools that we could use instead of abusing. You know what I'm saying? Like we could utilize in a positive way. But it's all about socializing. So To socialize is to express and receive. If you're a sociable, you, you, I'm telling you on the other end, somebody says hello, good morning to you, say good morning back. You, may, you don't have to be, you can still social distance and still talk to people. Social distancing means social distance. Doesn't mean don't no distance, stay away from motherfuckers. We made this shit into some different shit. Social distancing. So I'm going to be distant. You understand what I'm saying? You, you follow where I'm going with this? Social distancing supports be sociable, but six feet away from each other. And then if you change numbers, exchange numbers, utilize video talk. Video talk is the greatest alternative to social distancing because you could see the person. They could be in Hawaii or in New York. You could talk to them. Google does it. WhatsApp does it, Facebook does it, Instagram does it, FaceTime does it. They all do it. There's no excuses. We got to work on that shit. We got to work on that. Shout out to Big Daddy. Big Daddy says, how about the ladies, Nate? How are we going to communicate with the bros when they moving too fast? Great question. Great question. Sociable. This goes for both insides. So the person giving it out. Fuck it. Speak. Just speak. I don't care if you don't get a response. Don't let that distract you because that's part of the process. During the process of being a sociable person, the goal is it's going to be second nature. Once it's second nature, everybody's going to respond to you because you're going to be a sociable person. So, yeah, you're going to get that. On the receiving end, ladies, if you're listening, if any man with a face mask 
or no face mask, you have your face mask, it could tell you to have a nice day, say thank you. If any man could say, hello, how you doing? My name is nice to meet you. You don't have to shake hands. Say, you know, nice to meet you too. What's your name? Be pleasant. Guys need that. They need to hear that. Guys need to hear that. Even my married guys, even my guys in relationships, you have no idea what a response could do to a man's life. Fuck a day on his life. Because men are feeling, they're not feeling desirable. So you got to be good on the receiving end and be receivable to socializing. And the sociable person initiated, you have to be fearless of a rejection. It will, I'm telling you, I'm t- we're at the bottom now. It's almost like this. It's like being in an elevator and Nobody could save you, and all you can do is just pull up on the string and try to climb out there, but you have a better chance of saving your life if you do it. It's the same thing. Like, there's, like we're at the bottom. Look at what you just said. You made a good point. You said the broad's moving too fast to fake. Fuck them. Let them move fast. Speak. You understand? Let them move fast. Trust me when I tell you. In most cases, she probably don't even realize it because... She's moving fast to nowhere. She's probably just rushing to get home to no one. And you'd be surprised how you could make her day. So it works both ways. Shout out to Militia Gorilla Music. Oh, man. Salute. You see you see how God works? You know, today, man, I was fiending to get on this chat like a motherfucker. And I almost went to bed without talking to you guys. I was fiending. I'm like, man, you know what? Today, I didn't have the time. It was snowing earlier, so I didn't want to mess around with the roads. And I just was like, I got to talk to my people. And I just, you know, every time there's fear addressed with me, I punish myself. And I mean that, like, oh, probably nobody's going to be up. I'm probably going to have two people listening. There's 17 people listening right now. And it's 3.48 in the morning. You understand what I'm saying? Every time I fear, I've used put that's another tactic I tell, bro. When I was doing this in the 90s. If you approach a woman and you get rejected, now you gotta approach somebody till you get a phone number. I used to do that and it worked. And that was years ago. But even now, to date, the punishment is push yourself to speak even when you don't. I push myself to get online with y'all. Tonight, and look, Gorilla Music just dropped twenty dollars. This is my man, though. You know what I'm saying? This is a cat I know for some years back because he used he used to come when you when I, that place y'all see me on stage with. He used to come there and support my comedy shows. So this is a dude that was, was from way back, and we know the same people. But it's a blessing because the more you do, the more comes back. The little things that I had to do tonight was to get online with you. And talk about this on my mind. Why I just waste it and keep it to myself? And look, you know what I'm saying? You get gifts. Rewards happen when you do the right thing. So as the more and more sociable you'll be. And again, it ain't going to just work tomorrow. I'm, this is a process that you got to create and have a goal for the rest of the year. Every day, you're just going to be a speaking person. I know people that moved out of New York 
My friend is moving to Vegas. Matter of fact, I got to go to a place tomorrow to take a look at her stuff. She's moving from here to Vegas. She said, and I quote, Corey, you know, in a way it's Corey. Um, people say good morning, good afternoon. She's actually happy that people speak in Vegas because people in New York don't do that. You understand what I'm saying? We, she, she was, she was impressed by that. The reward is knowing that, wow, well, she had to go to Vegas and buy a house and literally relocate to leave her family. That's just showing you how much people need it. So it don't matter what you think a person is not receptive to. What matters is they need it. This is this is energy. We all need it right now. All everybody. But it ain't going to be easy. It's just the process of it is the same thing I'm showing you now, how I'm doing this live video, and my man just dropped $20 into the box. You know what I'm saying? That shit is dope. You know what I'm saying? So I, I love you for that, bro. Peace and blessings to you. Um, Kai Clark said, I feel like my face mask cuts the volume on my voice in half. Yeah, but we could hear you. You could hear a person. You could have a conversation with somebody. Six feet may be a little extreme, but you still could have a conversation with somebody at six feet away from each other. And I'm putting, I'm saying because a lot of people would probably be a little closer than six feet, but six feet. So the world is telling you we got this deadly disease, but they're still telling you you have to have social distancing. You have to socialize. It's imperative. All that cutting it off, I stayed to myself. That's why I don't speak to nobody. That's why I don't tell them about, yeah, my cousin called me today and she showed me her shit. I didn't say one word. You, you have to say a word. And the person on the receiving end, you got to be open to constructive criticism. And if people are trying to give you constructive criticism, they coming out, help them correct it. We have to be responsible for what we're giving and what we're receiving. Militia music said, it feels good when women politely reciprocate the greeting good evening. What? That shit is magical. It's magical. But what's not good is a guy gets your phone number and he calls you. You don't even pick the phone up. Like, come on, ladies, like, well, I just gave him a fake number or you gave him a number and now you just going like, ah, you know, I don't want to, that, like, that's, that's, that's a miserable person. Like, what, what's the point of giving them your number? You'd be better off just telling them, listen, I'm terrible with phones. I'm not going to, I would respect that more. And even then he would feel better because you, you communicate because you socialize. Tell the nigga that you fucked up. Tell him that you terrible with that shit. Like, it's okay. Yes, he is. God is fantastic. God is great. Franklin Madison said, I moved to, from Brooklyn to Phoenix, and it's true. People are much nicer out here. Right. They are much nicer because geographically, people are just nicer outside the tri-state area. You can go to Virginia. You can go to North Carolina. People are nicer. This is true. But that's just showing you in Brooklyn how imperative it is. Niggas, see, people here, we're frustrated with life. We, 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 we happy on one end, but we're just frustrated. Oh, I'm a fuck. Yes, they are. Anybody that don't fucking speak to you and you say hello, good morning, or they just come out and be in the presence of work and you on a train and nobody said, that's, that's, you're frustrated. Maybe you're frustrated and scared. 
Maybe you don't want to speak to people because you don't want to get robbed. Whatever it is, it's all bad. You know what I'm saying? That's terrible. You know what I'm saying? Big Daddy said, why do you think late people are colder in New York than in Las Vegas? Do you think it's the weather atmosphere? I think up here because the hustle, that's a great question, by the way. Actually, Franklin was kind of asking the same thing, saying the same thing. The reason why people here are more cold, it's not the weather. It's geographically, people think, all right, it's a, it's a, the, in the Northeast, it's about hustle and bustle. New York City and anybody around us, we're the only ones that rush home to nothing. Like we Friday, we leave work early to rush home with stress and rush out, rush out, rush, rush, rush to all go home to count the days and go back to work Monday. Like we, we, we don't even know why we always in a rush. So New York is here. We don't even know how to take our time. So the frustration is we're so we're speeding. We're not even able to take it easy. People in Phoenix ain't speeding like that. They're not dealing with a hustle and bustle the way we move around in New York. Everything here is rush, rush, rush. We do everything in a rush. We want fast food, triple fast here. You know, we want to do a DoorDash and call it in by this time so it could be. Everything here is triple. So wherever you live, New York is rush, 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 rush. Because everything is about a hustle and bustle here. I got to be here at this time. I got to be here at this time. We over to transportation. We got subways everywhere. We got, you know, Ubers everywhere. We got tons of buses, but we're always in a rush to nowhere. We could be on a bus and the bus driver's in traffic and we're, we're pissed off at him. So now you get off the train or the bus, excuse me, you get off the bus with that same thing you're pissed off with. Now there's a woman walking in front of you slow. You're mad at her. Then you get on the train and you're mad the train's late. And meanwhile, you get to work your hour early. You understand what I'm saying? Like everything is just a rush here. So that's why we so fucked up. We don't even know why we moving the way we moving. You know what I'm saying? I love you, big bro. And that's another thing we do tell you too. Look, I love you as well, Coy. You know what I'm saying? It's a just a dude that know my nickname, so he know me well. Y'all know me because I gave my, you know, I put my joint up or jump off out, but. This is a cat that know me, and we need love right now. So I'm not going to give you the preacher version. It's just like, yo, just be sociable. You know what I'm saying? Sociable. What if the girls are not sociable? Be sociable to her. She's the, she's the, she needs it. The non-sociable people need sociable. They need to be sociable because they're fucking, they're the ones that's out of it. They're not sociable. But if we're just going to add on to a non-sociable world, we're going to make the city worse, the atmosphere worse. Before you know it, everybody that's in Vegas is going to be on the same bullshit because they're going to be blaming everything on COVID, everything on the pandemic. Why? The only thing that's going to change that is you socialize. Let me tell you something. You got a pandemic and you socializing with the right people, you'd be surprised how fast your day go. Let me say that again. If you're in a pandemic, and you got good people to socialize with throughout the day, you'd be surprised how fast your day will go. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Socializing has a lot of benefits. It's funny how time flies when you're having fun. You on the phone, you talking to this one on WhatsApp, you talking to this one, you out there socializing, you run into somebody in the store, y'all kicking it, so, social distancing, 
before you know it, it's fucking evening already. You know what I'm saying? We can't sit home and dwindle our fingers and wait for the shit to be over with. Shout out to Tyrone Church. What up, bro? Militia said, phone number and them not picking up. This is the reason why I get my phone number opposed to getting theirs. I have nothing to lose. I'm going to tell you a trick with that, Militia. I'm going to tell you a trick, though. Don't give your number out. I'm going to tell you why. Women, I'm working on it with this conversation, but I don't want to push it too far. Nobody's going to call you when a thousand motherfuckers want to call her. Do you understand what I'm saying? With a woman, the best thing to do is to get her phone number. A phone number is the most personal thing. Um, don't get her Instagram because she don't make she may not read her damn her chat. Don't get her WhatsApp. Get her phone number because a phone number is personal. She gave you her phone number. She had to literally give you a code to go to her phone. That's a big deal. So women like to be pursued. If you're sociable, this works. If you're not sociable, number one, ladies or gentlemen, nobody's going to pay no attention. But a man, in that case, don't give your number. I used to do that shit. I used to give girls cards. That shit does not work. Cards do not work unless you got a service. Like you got a moving business, you give the girl a card, and she's moving, that's different. But if you're giving a girl a card to give me a call, Hey, how you doing? This is this Nathaniel. Yeah, you gave me a card on. That's kind of borderline thirsty for women. Women like to be pursued. You gotta pursue them if you actually gonna show you into them. I, like the girl in the store, I'm not trying to pursue her because I ain't really trying to kick her like that. But um, and I know some dudes may look at it. Well, I pursued somebody, I scared them away. Well, pursued her. You got her phone number. There's a lot of different ways to. Deal with that before you give up. But you have to pursue her. It's better to get the phone number than to give her yours. Women just don't. They're... If you could get a woman's phone number, it'll go further than you giving her your phone number. Do you understand? It's just better to give, give her. Call her. Call her. Fuck it. And don't call her right away. Call her two weeks later. Call her. Call her and leave a message. Like, go old school. No texting, hey, what's up? This is, no. Then you, you're setting a tone. You call her. And if she gives you a number, FaceTime her. If a woman gives you a phone, if a woman gives you an Instagram, you can't FaceTime her. That's kind of rude. If she gives you a Facebook, you can't FaceTime her. That's kind of rude. But if a woman gives you a phone number, you can FaceTime her. What's she going to tell you? Like, 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 I'd rather a woman not pick up a FaceTime call than I'm calling you from a regular number and you're not picking her. Now, if she doesn't have, you have an Android and she has an iPhone, it's different, but if you have the ability to FaceTime her, FaceTime her. Let her get used to those calls. It, trust me when I tell you, when it gets warmed up, it's the best thing. It is. FaceTime calls are dope. And once you get used to it, you look more forward. I love FaceTime calls. I don't use it as much, but to utilize it is definitely 
a great, great thing, a great tool, a fantastic tool. Never give your number. She'll get your number when you call her. That's it. Big Daddy says, so basically you're saying that if she's if she says I don't give out my number, we can exchange IGs or I will give you my IG. Don't bother. Yeah, don't fuck with that IG shit. Phone numbers is what you want because she could dub you easier. If she's going to dub you on a phone number, then fuck it. Like, all right, so you didn't want to deal with me. You know what I mean? But an, an IG, she can always just forget you because she got a whole bunch of niggas hitting up. Not, woman ain't going to give a thousand niggas her phone number as much as she'll give her IG. IG is reachable. Everybody, you could, you could, you could, you could inbox Beyonce right now. You could go to, you could go to Kim Kardashian's West Instagram and leave her a message. <laughs> Don't mean she's gonna answer, but you have that that access. So that's over accessibility. So anybody can do that. Never exchange IGs. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, ever, don't ever give a woman your IG. Leave the IG. Once you got her number, you don't need the IG. Now, if she asks you if you got IG and you popular on IG, then you could tell her yes. But if you're not popular, tell her you don't have an IG. That's all. That's all. Or why not? Eh, you know, I just don't. Tell her you got like a ghost account, but it's, I, I just follow people. But I don't post on IG. That's all. Don't make it like, oh, I don't do that. My old man, uh, don't ever, 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 ever give, give whoever do that, ever. Once you start asking for IGs, then all you're going to be doing is looking at her pictures, wishing you could fuck her, and it's going to be more torture. You understand? Like, just just it, it, work on the number and do that FaceTime. FaceTime is the shit, I'm telling you. If a woman picks up your FaceTime call and you just met her, you in. That's dope. Like, hey, how you doing? She ain't gotta say, "Hey, remember me." She's looking at your face. But if you if you if you get a woman's number and text her, you could have just got her IG for all that. Like you can't get a woman's number and text her. Can't get a woman's number and call her. Get a woman's number and Facetime her. Facetime is what it is. You're very welcome, Big Daddy. Mm -hmm. Facetime. Listen. If you if you want to see what the young people are doing, or the wavy people, they they FaceTime. Some people, well, people text though. No, text, yeah, they do. But FaceTime is the is the best. That's that's the best shit to do. Because remember, kids are socializing a lot better now. Like they're starting to like when they play games, you know, you got kids, they play the games. You look at their phone, they got three, four faces on there. They're seeing who they're socializing with. So that's important. Face value is everything, especially during the pandemic. Ladies, if you're not interested in a nigga, give him your Instagram. If you're interested in a man, give him your phone number. The end. See, that just kills that. You know what I mean? And guys, if you if a woman gives you her uh, Instagram, the good thing about FaceTime, she's going to see that missed call. So don't, don't blow her shit up. You hit her up, she don't pick up, you try again, but don't, don't, don't be a caller or a texter to a woman. FaceTime already said it all. You hit her two, three times throughout the week, two weeks, and she never hits you back, then throw the shit in the garbage. Cause it ain't gonna get no better than FaceTime. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely the way to go. Definitely. But social skills is to be sociable. That's it. Melissa said, my problem with women 
has always been getting them on my program, meaning I work nights and rest during the day. Most people are between. See, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen with you, bro. You're going to probably end up dating a girl from, from Los Angeles. The good thing about a guy that works at night from midnight to six, you got to deal with a woman that's a late, a, a late owl. She got to be a woman in another country. And that's cool because we got FaceTime. FaceTime right now, it eliminates what would have been 20 years ago. Like, in other words, it'll bring you closer to people. I remember, I'm a late owl, so I used to always talk to people from L.A. Because they're up. I'm three hours ahead of them. So if it's 3 o'clock in the morning, it's only 12 o'clock over there. So that shit is a whole different situation. Um, I'm on the phone with them to an hour just to get me tired and boom. One o'clock daytime, four o'clock in the morning, I'm going to bed. Or if you got somebody in a different country to the point where they six hours ahead of you, even better. But your your hours are good for people that work your hours. Like a woman that works it's nine to five, she can't, she's no good to you at that time. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a phone person, but now I've learned, now I'm turning, I'm, I'm putting the twist on it. FaceTime is where it's at. FaceTime. Trust me. And, and that, that's no violation. If a woman hits you, if a woman gives you her phone number, you have the permission to FaceTime her. And if she has a problem with that, then it shows that why would you even give me a number? You understand? But I'm not going to be a person that I hit you on a regular call and you're not picking up. Now I'm looking like a clown. But you didn't pick up the FaceTime, then... That FaceTime missed call stays there forever. So it's dope. So like, fuck it. You know, FaceTime has its own app. Like, it says missed calls from... I got I got FaceTime missed calls that was back from October. It's still there. Because not everybody does that. Midnight to 6 a.m., yeah, you got to... Those hours, you got to fuck with somebody in Los Angeles or the West Coast. They could even be in Vegas. But most of the time, on the East Coast, and they're not working them hours, you working, it's going to be a little crazy. Um, I wouldn't even tell them you work nights. Because if your hours are, if you work from midnight to six, right? Which in a weird way, you need somebody to keep you up at work. You know what I'm saying? So I would just, I'm up late. And then they happen to ask why do you, yeah, I work late. But a late hour is pretty something. I've been doing that shit for years. Anybody that knows me, I call a motherfucker. I, I I call a motherfucker right now and wake him right up. But I'm a late hour person. Um, you know what I'm saying? Big Daddy says, do you think dating and relationships between men and women will improve in the future? Old school dating is done. All those dinners and clubs and popping bottles in the club, that's going to be for people that's living in the past. People doing that now. Them days are over. Them days are finished. So the the improving is going to have to be the simple things I'm showing you. As long as we could get the social the socializing together, we could be more creative. If we're not going to get the socializing together, it's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse because we're not socializing. And the good thing about social distance, they promote you this. They're telling you social distance like it's a human beings have to socialize so if you tell a human being distancing 
don't socialize. If if this pandemic had promote don't socialize with nobody, you'll die. We all be dead from depression, even worse. But they're telling you, even with this deadly disease, and you could catch it and die or get sick or whatever, we still suggest you to socialize, but at a distance. You know, every part of the world promotes you to social distancing. So that's a good thing because they know a human beings have to socialize. We would die from loneliness. Imagine they told you you couldn't, you have to wear a mask and don't speak to nobody. I'm telling you. One thing, shout out to Tyrone Church. They 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 support. So even if if a pandemic is telling you to social distance, and I'm telling you on this video, social be sociable in a non-sociable society. Y'all are being non-sociable and they're telling you to be sociable. Like we gotta be sociable. Like in the worst, worst, worst way, we have to be sociable. It is a, we're at the bottom, man. Like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? How long is this shit gonna last? Probably forever. Probably forever. So let's let's put let's change it. Remember when it first started, we called it the new the new normal? What happened to that? No, because y'all niggas keep trying to go back to 2015. Some days are done. You know? I re, yo, listen, I respect it more if a dude tells me he got a dame over his house for the weekend, they chilling, and they just been locked up in the crib. What is better than that? What is better than that? You got everything in there, and they treating that shit like the pandemic back then. You understand what I'm saying? You got to get you. The only way you're going to get it, you got to get it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Like, that socializing is going to make you have a second nature ability where you're going to be able to talk to people without even realizing it. Melissa said, I got a FaceTime or Duo you soon, my brother. I'm Android, so it'll be Duo. Oh, okay. Oh, Duo. Or WhatsApp. Or Telegram. Okay. Right, so I didn't hear. I, see, duo, I, n- I never knew that. See how you learn? So duo too, okay. Salute to duo. That's another way. So if that's the case, right, we got duo, and then and then Big Bro says, well, WhatsApp is fantastic. I'm a WhatsApp fanatic. I think WhatsApp, WhatsApp is probably undeniably one of the greatest tools on phone. I love it. I think I, you know it's 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 amazing. I love WhatsApp. I had such I had great I got great WhatsApp conversations. I got great DM conversations and they work to me for today. All the socializing. That's all it is. Social social social. You we got to watch our weight, we got to watch our health, we got to watch the pandemic, we got to watch somebody trying to kill us and shoot us. Be sociable. We got to work on that socializing. Um but Nate, somebody already dying from loneliness as it is. It's just another a different level now with the pandemic. Well, you got to remember, you know how much you could change a person's method on their thinking if you just show people that's lonely socializing? Like human beings, let me, let me say this. Human beings have to socialize. It's almost... Like, we have to eat and drink water before we starve to death. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we have to be sociable. That's why none of these medical firms 
in your state or country shut down socializing. They know that's impossible. We have to socialize. I I I kicked it social. I kicked it one day with my man that runs the fish stop, and we talking, and he like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Teaching me things about different fishes. It, it I left there and went to the cash register feeling good because we socialize even with the face mask. You you could flirt with the face mask. You could have conversation with the face mask. You could ask somebody in time with a face mask. Just be you a human being should be as sociable as everybody is in the Midwest and the South. We have to switch that. New York, how you be sociable, you 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 take it easy. No rushing. Let a nigga go around you. Nobody, somebody driving your ass, take another route. Fuck it. Fuck the bus route. Take your time. Because as long as you take your time, you're not going to be a typical east side or northeaster. See, there's a storm called a northeaster here, right? So what does a northeaster do? First of all, it sends everybody in a frenzy. Then it rains, snows, all that, right? So northeaster is just about disaster. Like Everything is a mess. How you change that, you go to the south, right? So you go to the south, shit is slower. People are happier. Where you where where it's slower, people are happier. Where it's faster, people are miserable. Cause they moving, 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 always on a move. You understand? So we gotta switch that. Shout out to timestamp. See what I'm saying? Look at this. It's it's amazing. No matter what, man. All this fear we showing love. Thank you, timestamp. Salute to you for that, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you, big bro, for that for that super chat, man. You you and my man Militia, man. Love y'all, man. Thank you. Um, WhatsApp is incredible. You press the button, you could be shaving, you could be taking a shit and listening to somebody, listening, you know, your message, and then they nobody's re- and the good thing about WhatsApp, you can return a call a response at the end of the day. But if you have somebody that you left a WhatsApp and they didn't respond to you in three, four days, give them the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, they don't respond. And then you still see on the top, it says last seen at 10 o'clock and you sent the message at 11 p.m., then fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're they, they not good WhatsApp people. But that's cool. As long as you do your part, socialize. Say good morning. Be the Northeaster that changes that. How you doing? Good morning. How Good morning. Good afternoon. You ain't got to be like, how you doing, sexy? Just say good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Have a good night. Those those things, that's all socializing. That's all socializing. Be sociable. You know, what's that shit when JD said? Nah, sociable. Pretty sociable. That shit with an old song. We got to be sociable. This is a pandemic. You're not going to get nothing without opening your mouth. And, and, and the people on the receiving end, be receptive to people that said good evening, good night. Not everybody's trying to rob you. If a nigga going to rob you, in most cases, he going to rob you anyway. <laughs> so you can't think everybody's a rapist. And that. I get it. Some of y'all dudes, y'all, y'all say good evening and the woman says have a good night. And you're like, okay, let's have your number. Nah, they always got to be like that. But do more FaceTiming. No texting. Texting is good when you can't FaceTime. I wouldn't talk to nobody on a phone like this anymore. All this shit is dead. This is a waste of time. You know, you you either FaceTime, y'all can't talk because you're in the bathroom, cool. You either FaceTime or you text. 
Texting is cool because it's convenient. You know what I mean? Sometimes a person can't talk. Sometimes a person can't show their face. Text. Shout out to A-Rush, man. Appreciate you, big bro. It's a face, man. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, listen, it, 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 in most cases, this shit's never going to stop. I don't think it's never going to stop. I think the pandemic is just here to stay. At least that's how I see it. I've accepted that, but I accepted that over a year ago. I don't think it's going to stop, but I, I think in a positive way, it's teaching us to just, okay, well, what we're going to do, we got to make things better. It's like anything else. They give you a new rule, then you make new ways. And those new ways, and you know what? Even if it does stop, hypothetically, at least you prepared yourself to even deal with a, the old world. Now you're sociable. If you become... If you become complacent in a pandemic, you're fucked if everything gets back to normal. You know what I mean? Because you you already now you you're gonna be dealing with postpartum. But if you become creative in a pandemic, and I mean sociably, like in a safe way and practice social distancing, yeah. Social distancing is FaceTime. That's social distancing. Social distancing is meeting somebody, um, keeping a mask in your face, having a conversation with your arms folded or whatever. Y'all kicking it. Just, just you know, be sociable and be receptive. Be sociable, and if you're being somebody socializing with you, be receptive. So, ladies and gentlemen, my time is up. I think this was an extraordinary conversation. We're going to do more with this. I'm going to work hard with showing you all this because I'm going to work hard because I'm going to do it. So as I do it, then I'll be able to share with you like, hey, listen, I'm living this shit. This is what's going on. Trust me. So I love you all. Oh, hold on, hold on. I can take a message from my man. Let's just say, yeah, if I call a woman twice and she doesn't reply, I'm losing the number. If I call a woman twice, if you FaceTime a woman twice, it's FaceTime now. I believe that's disrespectful. I took the time out of my day to call you. It is disrespectful, but I think it's even, I don't think you look as bad when you do a FaceTime, because then a FaceTime, you really call on a person's bluff. You're like, listen, I done left two motherfucking FaceTimes with this bitch, fuck this bitch. Or what's the other thing you said? Um... What's the other thing you said? It's called uh, or WhatsApp or whatever. WhatsApp is, but then WhatsApp, she may not have WhatsApp. You know what I mean? It, FaceTime, she got that. Or whatever the other tool you said for Android. Whatever it is that's connected, if you if you if if you have if you have the ability to FaceTime somebody, whether it's through WhatsApp, do it. Don't don't just don't don't FaceTime them Instagram. That's disrespectful. Because they didn't give you that for that. They gave you the Instagram so you don't call their phone. So don't ever do that. Even though you can, but I wouldn't. Shout out to Militia, man. That's my guy. <laughs> That's my boy right there. So much love to y'all, man. Um, I'm going to be getting out of here. Um, again, this is what I do on my late nights, and I think it was well worth it. But we got to be sociable in us. not supposed to. It's a non-sociable society. We know why. Everybody's depressed. But we got to be sociable. Anything. I don't care if you got three masks in your face, man. Fuck it. Compliment a motherfucker. You know, not compliment, but 
This is not about compliments. Just acknowledge. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Have a good night. Have a nice day. Anything. Any fucking thing. Whether you get a response or not. He said, I don't chase them. <laughs> I replace them. <laughs> he said, this shit was funny. He said, if I call her twice and she don't reply, I'm losing the number. Um, You know what I learned, too? You know what? It depends, though. If you reach out to a girl and you called her twice and you knew her for two days, I feel that's probably a little too much. But if you call her twice and she didn't pick up, that's why I technically, man, I always tell people when you get a phone number, I wouldn't reply to a motherfucker for like two weeks. I'm serious. I think some of the best thing to do sometimes is not to reply to a woman after two fucking weeks. Let her say, who was this? And then, and then you say who you are, and then she can figure it out. But if you FaceTime somebody to, let me tell you what's good about this, what you do. If you get a woman's number and you FaceTime her like a month later, after you try to hit her up the first day and she didn't call, in most cases, she's going to say, who is this? But if you FaceTime her, she's not. You know what I'm saying? So it, 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 it's a good tactic, man. You, if you get a, a woman's phone number, respectfully, it'd be cool if you could just hit her. But again, she's going to probably be grossed out because she thinks you're thirsty. That's why I said if you're going to call a woman quick, FaceTime her. If you're going to text a woman or call her on a regular line and you just got the number an hour ago, don't do that. She's going to look thirsty. FaceTime is dope. She could look at you, okay, what up, baby? Yeah, this is my number, lock me, and I'll talk to you later. But if you be like, hey, it's me, and it's like, damn, nigga, I just gave this nigga the number. It's thirsty, fuck. If you're going to do that, just wait. Just wait. Hit her ass up, man, a month later. Just let the number sit there. Trust me, it works better, because you're probably going to meet her at a better time, because now she's going to go through the whole levels of, damn, he didn't call, she's going to forget you, and then at that point, you hit you up. And if she don't fuck with you then, then it wasn't meant to be. But get into a practice of getting phone numbers, and don't call nobody unless you FaceTime them. I wouldn't, I would, I would hold on to the numbers for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, twice meaning two different occasions. Well, remember the two different occasions, Melissa, you gotta wait till you still gotta give us some time. Cause a lot of times this is what I always learn. And when I see the I, I watch the typical guy. If the typical guy is gonna call a girl. Like, quick as that, you got to be ultra, ultra persistent. Like, hood niggas do that. Like, they, they get a number from a girl, they on her right there. Like, don't go. I'm going to call your ass right now. She's going to make sure that number's real. You know what I'm saying? They're persistent because the woman like to be pursued. That part is good. If you're not going to be persistent to call a girl two times and give up on her, you should have probably waited about a few weeks before you caught her a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, seriously. Because you don't want to be... If you're not a non-persistent guy, don't bother to call a woman and be... And call her two times and then stop calling her. You understand? It's kind of it's kind of different. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's really on that wave. So let me, let me stress this. Let me say this again. You get a phone number from a woman... And you have the luxury on your phone or her phone to, to 
FaceTimer, FaceTimer. You could do that ASAP. If you're a persistent dude, you I don't need to tell you anymore because that's self-explanatory. But if you're a non-persistent guy and you're just trying to kick her with her, hey, you gave me a number, I'm calling you, maybe we can hook up. I wouldn't call her so soon. You know, you just no no FaceTime or nothing, you just calling her, texting her, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Because in most cases, they're gonna do what they did the militia. I usually call three to five days after. That's still too soon. Nope. You really want to fucking shorty's head up? Like that number that you said you got rid of the two times? And she know who it was. You said it's Melissa. You met me. Okay. That, that's clearly going to go in the garbage. I get it. But three to five days is too risky to set up disappointment. I'd rather call two weeks. Fuck it. Because then once you start doing that, it becomes second nature. Like, you got numbers, and before you know it, on, on a boring night, that shit's going to come in handy. I'm telling you, that boring night, that shit will come in handy. You know, if a woman gives you the number, lay low on that shit, because the average nigga going to call her. He going to call her in two to three days. Or he going to call her within, within the three days. You got to go beyond that. You got to call fucking two weeks minimum. You give me your number today, the February 16th, 17th, January 16th, 17th, fuck it, I'm calling you in February. That's really the right support. If I'm calling you, if I'm FaceTiming you, I could call a little sooner. I could call a little sooner just because I could get straight to it. We could talk. It's a different situation because I'm looking at your face. But just to be like, hey, it's me, Nathaniel. You met me on a such and such. Nah. So ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back. Shout out to Militia. Much love to y'all, man. I'll be back, man. Let me get up in this bed again.